Hi, this is Jen Schwartz. Welcome to Think Fit, Be Fit, Effective Thinking for Potent Exercise. Hi, everyone. This is Jen Schwartz. I am the founder of Think Fit, Be Fit podcast, Impact Your Fitness, and Impact Sports Science. As a full-time muscle activation technique specialist, strength and conditioning coach, and detailed-oriented personal trainer, and of course, small business owner, I have developed this podcast to ensure that your time in the gym is well spent and that you have the power of enhancing your exercise with effective thinking. Think Fit Be Fit believes that exercise is fundamental to a healthy life and that education about the muscular system is a key ingredient, a key ingredient to getting what you want from your exercise and training. Today's episode is a follow-up on the previous lab with me. I discussed using a strategic goal grid to get away from the self-judgmental crap, basically, so that I don't want to hear my clients, in an empathetic way I'm saying I don't want to hear this, um, come into my office and say, I remember when I was this fit before my baby. I remember when I was this athletic in college. I remember when my body looked a certain way when I was this athletic. Those are not great measurements to put yourself up against when it comes to setting goals for your fitness. It has to get objectified. It has to get numerical, if you will. If you have a way to assess that can be done over the long term, your training will be more valuable, period. This episode is going to help you on your exercise and training path. How do you know what is working for you? First and foremost, you want to know if your programming is effective, no matter what it is, whatever the programming is. You want to know. You want to know if you should stop wasting your time or put more into it. You want to know, you want to use assessments to have a purpose in your training. This will make you a better fitness consumer. I see it every day. I have a great story about people spending money on mediocre fitness services. I have more than one story. <laughs> Sorry about that. That um so many stories, and I'm actually fascinated by it, which is one of the reasons I have this podcast. I want to make better fitness consumers. Number three, training and exercise need calculated risk. Risk has value and impact on our lives. This supports one of my main living your best fitness life principles, and it is attaching yourself to the growth mindset of self-improvement, self-growth, your uh, th- your mindset can assist you in expanding your body and your mind, helping you get out of the fitness rut or ditch that you're in so you can discover your perfect mix of moving out of your comfort zone and mitigating the joint risk. We're going to talk about this from my own perspective, the lab of me, who's I'm encouraging you to be curious. I have old injuries. I also have 
kind of a great muscular figure. And I feel good. I feel young. And I want you all to jump on that train too. Feel mobile, flexible, and that you can choose your exercise. You're not absolutely chained to limiting yourself or one type of exercise. If you have the time, before we go any further, check out the Facebook Live feed or the link in my show notes that will show you the assessment that I used so that I can assess assess high risk movement for myself to push myself outside of the comfort zone and grab onto these amazing exercise benefits that honestly when you do exercise right it really is like a magic pill to feeling younger and moving well also as you know you want to look good too so uh, exercise is the key and doing it in a healthy way starts with really good assessments. On the live feed, you'll see uh, myself doing something called the Dorsa V knee assessment. And this software is something I use in my practice for pre and post muscle activation technique. I use it for return to play for athletes. And I use it for teaching proper squat technique or proper loading in the gym, meaning when you load the bar up or you load any type of weight, you add a challenge to your exercise. Learning how to handle that and control it is one of the first steps before you start adding more weight and getting more gains. And this technology are is wearable sensors that give us real-time data. In fact, it gives us 200 frames of movement data per second. That is amazing. So the Dorsavai knee assessment will take small movements that we can't really see with the naked eye. You can see some of these with the trained eye, like mine, and you can support a detailed-oriented exercise program. You can measure changes. You can measure um, how deep a squat is and if it's deep the same left to right, if one knee is loading and landing the same as the other knee. Very valuable in a sports sense. Uh, also valuable for getting rid of mus muscular imbalances that cause pain. I've used it for hip injuries, ankle injuries, knee injuries, and just overall want to see how my clients are moving assessments and giving it to trainers that I work with so that they know when their clients are coming to see me that they're getting better and then they send me more clients. Whoop, whoop. Um, so the solution, the problem that I'm trying to fix is that we need to know if we're getting better, if we're moving better, if our programming is effective. So this software answers that, especially for myself. I need to know where I am in the squat. Both of my ACL ligaments, anterior cruciate ligaments, are torn. Yet I can coach soccer, I can lift weights, I can power lift, I can play golf. I cannot water ski, snow skis. I, can, I tried snowboarding, not great. I can surf, but I can't do like the skiing things where your feet are locked in. I 
don't try to play soccer anymore. I have um, in the past with torn ligaments in my knees. John Elway played a couple, I think his last couple seasons without his ACLs um, in the same condition that I am in, which is what attracted me to MAT in the first place, which is his, you know, shoring up the muscles, making sure the muscle-mind connection is solid and that the muscles can respond to a demand. So the if, if, if you're concerned about joint stability and ligament injuries, hear this. The ligaments are like guardrails. You don't technically use the guardrails all the time when your car stays on the road. If your car goes off the road, you need guardrails. Same with the knee. If it goes off track, you need those ligaments. You need the guardrails to not, you know, keep the tibia intact and in line with the femur or the knee <laughs> intact. So muscle activation technique has that power to increase the the response of the muscles around the knee, especially my knee. I've been dealing with this for a long time, um, and I can say very confidently that it has helped me improve my arthritis. Um, I have, s I'm such a high-functioning athletic individual with these knee problems. Having arthritis, having a diagnosed injury does not necessarily mean you have to be held back. That's, you know, that's part of Lab of Knee. I want to show you that I can do this that I put energy into it, and it's paying off. You can live with limitations in your joints. I see it every day. So back to the actual test. That test you'll see on, um, on the show notes. Again, it's going to link to my blog that'll have these um, pictures and what the actual data from the dorsal bio looks like. And you'll see improvement from July 12th to August 24th. In between there, I did not take it easy on my body. I was actually pretty rough on my body. I was with the soccer, um, my strength and conditioning coach uh, role, which is training soccer players. And part of that is changing directions, putting massive loads onto the knees. Uh, last week, I did it literally five days a week. I had to demonstrate all the agility drills where I'm teaching kids how to keep their knees safe under pressure and with risk. So, uh, and on top of that, um, I've been doing some powerlifting, like deadlift style, uh, pow deadlift with powerlifting style. I've been doing a little bit of Olympic lifting, probably about three sessions of that in the past six weeks, and um, increasing the volume of the amount that I'm training because I want to gain muscle and. I also do my regenerative movement pathway and joint manager ex, uh, workouts once to twice a week. That includes a lot of ex uh, isometric exercise, meaning I'm not moving that much at all, but I am putting some, uh, get stimulating my muscles and challenging them without ver with very little risk. So I'm in the high risk, immediate, moderate risk, moderate to high risk, and low risk. And then on top of that, I'm seeing 
eight to ten, seven to ten, no, seven to nine clients a day, bending over, picking up. I'm not sitting still. This isn't like sedentary work that I'm doing. Like, um, so I was able to improve these numbers. I also had about four hours of MAT in there total and MATRX with Greg Gordon in New York City, exercise intelligence, shout out. Um, so it wasn't easy on my body is the point. And again, back to why I'm doing this. We all need to have a belief that our body can do more than the diagnosis we've been given or the limitation that somebody else told us we had if you do it with a calculated risk. Back to why we're even doing this podcast. Take the calculated risk because of a good assessment. So in muscle activation techniques, I am able to give my clients extreme value in their exercise feedback because I'm assessing the quality of their muscular system week in and week out. And I'm able to evaluate whether their body is on a stress overload and not responding in a positive way to exercise, or if their body is responding and getting stronger week to week. I can tell my clients that. It's extremely valuable. Listen in to this podcast, Think Fit, Be Fit, because you're, if you understand these details, I predict that you don't need a guru all the time. You might need someone to assess you and check you. And if you are investing as a fitness consumer in your fitness, you need an expert around you at some point. You can't do this all alone. Um, exercise into the later decades of your life and have freedom and have strength. It, you know, especially if you're listening to this podcast, like 95% of my clients, they've been to physical therapy. And it may, may have worked, may not have worked. Either way, means you endured some type of tissue damage at some point, which means your fitness needs a little, it needs more, it needs better. You need to ask better questions of yourself and empower your own process and not rely on self-judgment and speaking down to yourself all the time that you can't do something. No, you need the numbers, you need to objectify it. So back to what I'm trying to substantiate here, which is having a purpose and using the assessments. Um, if you are able to get um, a quality assessment of high risk movement and challenging your body and pushing it right at the edge of the comfort zone so that you can safely know where your limits are, um, Use that in your training. And how I do it is I challenge the joints that are least stable or most at risk, which are my knees, and some areas of my elbow and my hand. Um, you know, if I want to lift heavy, I have to ma maintain really good shoulder balance as well. A lot of people, it's lower back. I don't have that, but however, my squat does need an extra control piece because of my structure. And so, you know, that's one area I have to work on. So taking these areas that I know are um, at
at risk in some way and spending time on them in the gym at least once a week, twice a week, strengthening them, focusing on them, and taking them to the comfortable edge of the comfort zone, right at the edge, and then let them recover, and then do it again, let them recover, do it again, and this is one, I'm talking, this is a, a, a an eight-minute scenario at the most here. So taking it, going to the edge, letting it rest, doing it again. What's your feedback? Can you use your assessment to get the feedback? Tease it back and forth. And know when and then you can figure out like when you're done, right? So it's usually around three or four sets, um, sometimes five, depending on, you know, how strong that tissue is. But again, um, and you know, that's how you build a program. Well, I could do that three times last workout, and now I can do it three and a half times. Or you change the tempo to change the challenge. Either way, it just starts with knowing those weak points and knowing where the leaky holes are, right, in your bucket. Um, or knowing where, the, you know, that area is getting worn out or thin. Back to what this actually is about, which is taking the assessment and using the information. But what it's really about is you adding value to your training with the proper assessment. I'm not here to tell you what the best practice is or what the best exercise is. I'm here to tell you to be concerned with your obstacles and your potential and your goals and your tools. That's what you're in control of. Every reaction and thing that you get from exercise um, is a result of the effort that you've put in. You know, you know, it's it's better to calculate these risks than it is to just get lucky every once every six months. Because honestly, like that's how people go about their exercise. They go because they're supposed to, and they might be mad at themselves for a donut, which I had today. Um, shout out to Duck Donuts in Arlington. Where's, um, that would be a weird sponsor. But anyways, um, you know, it, it's a reflection on the work that you've put in. Um, I am a student of science, not a follower of gurus. And that's why I, uh, that's who I want to identify with the people that want to scratch their own itch and want to be a student and put themselves into the experiment and be open to manipulating the variables. I am preparing for greatness. I hope I am preparing you for greatness. Fitness, you know, touches my world. I'm thriving in every way. I believe that you can too with these tools, with these effective thinking tools. Um, remember, the assessing the high-risk movement is better than not taking action at all. The body and nervous system are built for movement. And there is a strategy around every movement. Your brain has, you know, it has a reason for everything it does and every protection that it puts up. Remember the muscle tightness and stretching episode? It's not all bad. You know, use the assessment and take 
take the info and do good things with it, do great things. Let me know what better questions you want to ask of yourself. Um, I'm open to hearing your success and definitely your failures. What doesn't work for you? Um, what does work for you? All of it. Impact underscore your underscore fitness on Instagram and Facebook. Impactyourfitness.net. Impactsportsci.com for my sports therapy practice in Alexandria, Virginia. And have an awesome week. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and comment, like, dislike. Just give me some feedback on Facebook and Instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness. Thank you.